This is Local Color, distributed by Your Public Studios, a podcast dedicated to the artists, entrepreneurs, and social innovators using their talents to make Baltimore and the DMV a better place. I'm your host, Jason V, and on the show today, Unkunim Owusu. The Towson University graduate makes funny videos and uploads them to social media, what we colloquially refer to as an Instagram or TikTok comedian. Nkunim's brand of comedy is distinctly sharp and ranges from slapstick and cutaway humor to keen and crude observational humor. Every day he thanks God and his supporters for the opportunity to make the world laugh. There's always that one kid in school or in the family. They can't resist making a joke during a tense moment or just seem to be endlessly entertaining. We look forward to spending time with them because we know by the end of it, our heads and faces will hurt from laughing too damn much. As a self-appointed funny man, I think what we love about comedy and making people laugh, it feels like we're giving them a gift. A bad day can turn good with the right joke or amusing observation. That's not to say sometimes we pour it on a little too heavy. I got in trouble one Thanksgiving. I was sick and lost my voice, so it was really hoarse. I may or may not have been drinking some Seagram's, and I walked up to my extremely Christian grandfather and said in this raspy voice, Grandpa, do you believe the devil walks this earth and takes many forms? My grandfather was confused and extremely alarmed, and my mom was extremely upset, but my sisters laughed, and that's all that I needed. In this digital age, laughter is a swipe away. The algorithm will learn what makes you laugh and plop video after video into your Explore or For You page until you get the TV static feeling in your legs, meaning it's time to get off the toilet. One man who should be locked up for the amount of humor in his videos is Nkunim Ousu. The Montgomery County native started making videos to share with his friends and family, and they encouraged him to post them publicly. Now, he has over 400,000 followers across Instagram and TikTok, he's worked with brands on content deals, and you could say he's kind of famous. He's been stopped in public by his supporters, not fans. Nkunim also just graduated from Towson University with a degree in criminal justice, which seems really odd given his temperament, but as he explains, it makes sense. There's a thing called criminal psychology where you understand the criminals' minds and stuff, and like, it's weird, but like, it goes back to like my like childhood days where like I would always want to wonder like why do like people act the way they act? And even when I watch cartoons, I was always kind of interested in like the villain's intentions and like why the villain did what he did. So it's it came from like a weird like childish standpoint, but it just stuck with me to like even adulthood. So I was like, yeah, criminal justice is the thing that I find most interesting out of all the subjects I take, honestly. Were your parents ever worried like this? This kid watches Batman and all he ever talks about is the Joker. <laughs> I don't think they were worried. I think they under they kind of understood that, like my interest in these things. But they 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 were like, I don't think they were worried about me being like a, a serial killer or like a, a villain or any of that. I think they they trusted me. You finished up in at, at college at Towson University. Did you graduate mm-hmm. this year or last year? Uh, yeah, this year. This May, I graduated. Well, shit, man. Congratulations. Hey, thank you, man. Of College course. was a hard. It was a lot, but it was. I got out of there and don't got to go back. What What were some of the things that made it difficult? Was it the, the, the course load or just like dealing with college life? Did you live on campus? Oh, yeah. For the last year, so for the first three years, two years at uh, my community college, I was uh, at home. Then COVID hit for my first year of Towson University, so I was at home still. But for the last year of Towson University, I was at uh, campus. And um, 
I feel like a struggle part with like college is like you have so much free time. So if you are not truly disciplined, it will destroy you. So I had to discipline myself real quick. Mm, okay. That yeah. kind of feeds into my next question. Um, cause I want to talk with you about, uh, your, your social media platforms and your, and your comedy videos. Did you start mm -hmm. making those when you were in college and, and why did you start making them? Was it like a creative outlet for you? Yeah. So I like, I would embarrass myself and make like funny videos and send it to my friends and like, high school but it truly started in college where i started with tiktok i heard of tiktok but my cousin and my one of my best friends showed me it and then i was like oh this app like kind of funny and i felt like i could be like a little bit funny at times too so i was like let me try to put something out there and see if it uh will work i started it like november i took it seriously in march and then it just took off but um the inspiration have you ever heard of a group called rdc world one Bro, yeah, they're hilarious. I love them. <laughs> I just had a picture, bro. I had to make sure, bro. They were my they were my inspiration to be honest. Cause their their skits are stuff I always wanted to do, but I just never got up and did them. And just seeing how like much they impacted like just the world by like their skits and stuff, I was like, if they could do it, I know I could do the same too. Yeah, and I really think what is great when I was growing up, you know, in the 90s and like the early 2000s and stuff, like I was like that, you know, the weird black kid, like I watched anime and and oh, yeah, the stereotype, just, everybody. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it it's crazy to see now how much the younger black community or really just the black community in general is embracing like the black nerd and 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 watching. I'm loving anime. it. Yeah, man. I think it's great. And and also watching your videos i saw the one where you're like oh when you when you got a video idea but rdc world already posted it I'm yeah. like, how do, how do they like, how do they know before i know that like i'm gonna think this is funny they they, they can they, they can see into exactly, the future or bro. something man it's crazy exactly bro they have a video idea for everything i want to do and i'm like yo i appreciate them though i appreciate them though they really i feel like they really helped even like the culture like anime more also Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's jump now to your uh, social media platforms. You mentioned TikTok. I found you on um, on Instagram where you have like about 25,000 followers. And then mm -hmm. I, when I looked at you on TikTok, you, you have over 375,000 followers. So I think right now you are the like first guest with that insane type of following like, that <laughs> I've ever interviewed. So like you're like again, I really appreciate you uh, taking this opportunity to talk with me. But um, what was that journey like connecting with so many people? It was actually crazy, man. Because in the beginning, I was just like shooting stuff up out there, and I was just hoping people would like it. But then I started to like try to like find out how to like um, make content more strategically. And then ever since then, like it was weird, but like because I started like taking this seriously in like March 2020, right? And um was it called when i started it was just like grew i grew exponentially like my goal for 2020 was to hit 100k right Ju around june i had 15k and by the end of june i mean by the end of august of 2020 i had like 200k so like my expectations like just blew out the roof and i was connecting with so much people it was amazing man like talking to your supporters like uh people enjoying your content like dming you uh saying like hey i had a bad day but like your videos made me uh feel better it's bro like there's no better feeling than that 
I just enjoy connecting with my supporters, connecting with anybody who loves my content. So it was it was a great journey. It was it was definitely a lot of struggle because I had to wake up every day and be like, okay, so how am I gonna make people laugh today? How am I gonna uh, do this? What can I improve on my videos? It was definitely a process, but like it was worth it in the end, to be honest. To see like how much uh, people were affected by my content in a positive manner, like all that like struggling, like researching and how to be like like funny or like laying a punchline, it, it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, I wanna I wanna dig into that now because. People are always so curious how successful people have done it. So mm-hmm. what is like a typical content creation cycle for you? Like, do you just say like, all right, today's Sunday, I'm going to knock out five videos and then like, boom, 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 post them each day. And then mm-hmm. like, next week, I'm just going to do the same thing over again. How, how does it work? So the process for me, my creating process is this, I wake up. Uh, I'll go on TikTok, look at videos that inspire me, give me ideas of my own. How I do it, I try to at least post three to five times a day. And like my time, the time I usually post at is like 8 p.m. to like 11 p.m. Because I feel like that's when a lot of people are on their phones. Sometimes I batch videos. And sometimes when I'm just like, I'm throwing everything out there, I just throw all my videos out there. And then everything else I would store. But if I'm going crazy that day, I don't even like store. I just batch. I just throw all my videos out there. Do you feel like doing the three a day every day is really what helped drive that growth on the channel? Just kind of saturating the 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 like the for you page or saturating certain hashtags with your content? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel like if I posted like, cause uh, I heard someone say that posting video is like videos is like the lottery. Like the more you put more tit- tickets you put in, the higher chance you have a winning. And I kind of related to that because like. I felt like back then I would post like once every like two days and I was like, like, this is TikTok, like, like the internet moves fast. So if you're not like, like doing your best every day to like stay relevant, they will like forget about you. So the moment I started posting like three times a day, that's when I saw like growth, like exponentially. Okay. And, and what about those off days when you wake up and you're just like bro i really don't want to do this or you're you you feel like all of the ideas you're coming up with aren't hitting um how do you overcome that so basically i sit there and i don't like say i force myself to but i just try to like discipline myself because there's a lot of days where like i don't feel like getting up and making videos but i get up and make them because i just know that like if i like slopes like slightly slack off i'll just like slack off like horribly like if i miss one day that one day might turn into like a week so i know what happens when i slack off so like even on days i don't feel like it i just show up for myself i just show up and i throw something out there not to say i just throw anything out there but i at least even on my days that i'm not feeling the best i at least try to do my best because sometimes some videos i even post that i don't find funny like blow for some reason so i don't try to like uh get in my head and knock myself down. I'm just like, I'm going to throw this out there. And if they find it funny, they find it funny. If they don't, just go back to the drawing board. Because my most viral video, I -hmm. almost did not post it because I thought it wasn't funny, but I sent it to my friend and my brother and they were like, post that. So that's when I realized like, even off my off days or where I feel like a video is not the funniest, it doesn't hurt to just like, like throw it out there and see if it does good. Yeah. And that also lends itself to what you were saying before about it kind of being like a lottery, like you didn't think it was that funny, but apparently, you know, the streets were fucking with it. What, yeah, for sure. What, bro. what video was 
the one like what what video are you talking about the one that you didn't think that was funny but went viral so i made this video called like did the bug tell you that it was basically like um a video where like um it was this trend going on where someone would say something and then they would get more aggressive when they say it and i'll basically say something like uh parents be like the bug is more scared of you than you are of it and then i just like got in the camera's face and i was like did the bug tell you that and like it was like this whole thing and like <laughs> it was like the first time i watched it i loved it but then i guess i started re-watching it more and then i was like oh i'm not messing with this like that and then i sent it to both of my friends they're like no i post it it's funny and then that video ended up getting like 24 million on tiktok and i was like whoa like i almost didn't post it because i was in my own head and yeah. um even like tiktok posted it on their like homepage. this big instagram um account called overtime posted it and i was like yo like i almost did not like have that video because i was in too much in my head so i was just like i'm just gonna throw things out there and if they liked it they like it if they don't i could do better what was it like to see that kind of response to your content like 24 million views is like that's that's like the population of of some big state <laughs> in, in the u.s so what was that like and how do you kind of prevent from like getting a big head and just being like, yo, nobody fucking talk to me because I'm the shit. <laughs> so genuinely, um, I bro, when I saw it got 24 million, I was astonished, man. I was just like, I need to like stop being so hard on myself because I feel like a lot of creators are too hard on themselves. And I'm like, I just need to like throw it out there and the people love it, they love it. And like, I shouldn't like overly judge my content because someone out there, I might not find it funny, but someone out there might find it hilarious and it might change their day. But like, not letting the uh, views go to my head. Uh, basically, I come from a, like a life where I, I just generally do not like people who think they're above people. Like celebrities and like certain people that like look up, like below like the average person and think they're better than them just because they got a cool job or they're just known. That stuff like irritates me. So I don't ever want to like bring that energy out. So no matter how much views or followers I get, I always want to, like, I pray to God I always stay normal and human and don't think I'm above anyone just because of, like, how much I make or how much people follow me or my influence. We're going to take a quick break, and when we return, I continue my conversation with social media funny man Nkunim Ousu. I'm Jason V. This is Local Color. Stay with us. Hey, I'm Jason V. This is Local Color. Thanks for listening. Before the break, my guest Unkunim Ousu spoke about remaining humble despite the fact he's well on his way to becoming a social media celebrity. As we continue our conversation, Unkunim talks about his relationship with Christianity, his process for making content, and why he doesn't like to tell people how large his online following is. So you mentioned a higher power, and you also mentioned that in your... Um, in like your your TikTok and your Instagram, um, I think mm -hmm. it's just it's like like you, you always just say God first. Um, mm -hmm. Do you feel like God has given you this opportunity or given you this gift of being funny and using that as a way to connect with people and, and make them feel better? Oh yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Like the whole time, every time I like I'm making a video or every time I like when I was taking TikTok or video creation seriously, I would always pray to God for ideas and how do I, I how to influence people or like make their day better or how do I make the funniest video like I, I can firmly say without God I would not be where I'm at because like it's definitely if Rose uh, I was raised in a Christian home 
I might not be the best Christian. I'm always trying to improve on my uh, Christianity and spirituality. But, like, I definitely believe all this was God. And without God, I, I would not be here. Or I would not, like, have the mentality I have to, like, do uh, video creation. Mm, okay. For okay. sure. So with that, do you feel like doing a funny sketch or skit or something about religion, that's mm. something that you would rather stay away from? Uh, being, like, too offensive towards it? Uh, well, just anything in general, because I know some people on IG they'll post funny videos like, oh, when you you know when you're trying to go to brunch, but the pastor is talking two hours later or something like that. Like, would you ever consider that, or that's just not really oh, the I kind made of stuff? A, a similar uh, a similar video like that where like um church was supposed that church ends at twelve, but the pastor's preaching till two, and then I think the audio for it was like, this is why I hate black people or something. So like. I <laughs> <laughs> I do make jokes like that, but like yeah, I'm not afraid to make jokes like that. But like jokes where I like, like I'm actively insulting God, like I, I wouldn't do that. But like jokes where it's like just making fun of like like funny things that like even Christians or like religious people can laugh at, like I'm cool with that. Before I move on to the other questions, I just did have one more question about your process. Do you use mm -hmm. any special apps for editing or scheduling your posts, or do you just keep yourself regimented and disciplined uh so basically i think for right for tiktok because i do like youtube now too for tiktok i just like use normal like the tiktok app to edit sometimes i use um this thing called CapCut to edit my videos but mostly it just comes from tiktok but for my youtube videos i um i use adobe premiere but mostly oh. i'm just like a tiktok uh, i use tiktok to edit my videos like for the ones you see on instagram just yeah. mostly TikTok editor. Okay, and and do you you do you edit from your phone or do you log into TikTok on your computer and edit that way? Uh, I edit from my phone. Then I this that this must be a generational thing because I tried like editing some reels on my phone and I'm like I th I think my brain is just too old for this, <laughs> but. <laughs> I think I'm just going to like keep with it and kind of and kind of build up that muscle cuz similar to what you were saying like when uh, I learned how to edit videos and stuff I used Adobe Premiere as well so I think if I stick with it I'll I'll be able to figure it out. Getting back to uh, some other questions like I said uh before we started the interview like my wife and I just find yourself like Anybody who knows me, like, they know that I'm a sick person, so, like, I find all of your <laughs> stuff hilarious, but have uh, you ever offended anybody or gotten in trouble with TikTok or Instagram? Has anyone ever reached out to you and been like, hey, man, I didn't like this video for, for whatever reason? Has that ever happened to you? I don't think anyone's ever been, like, truly offended by my videos. I remember back then I had, like, a video... Like people didn't get the joke, so they were offended at first. But once they got the joke, they're like, "Oh, like never mind. Like he's cool." Because I used to say something controversial, right? Mm -hmm. But then, like, if you look in the background of the video, you'll see like someone's holding a gun to my head. So it was just like <laughs> a joke. But like they didn't see the gun at first, so they were like, "Oh, like why are you doing this? Why are you being mean for?" And then when they see the gun, they come back and apologize and like, "Oh, my bad, chief. The video was hilarious." So I truly haven't gone anyone's nerves or like tried to get uh, anyone's nerves, but like not that I can remember, not that I can remember though. Mm, I, I feel like that's yeah. pretty. That's like a pretty good uh, indicator of how universal the content that you're putting out is. Like people always mm -hmm. say, if you're not offending anybody, then then you're not doing it right. But I think with something like this, if you're able to have this kind of run without mm -hmm. people. 
Honest, basically like trying to cancel you or something. Yeah. Think that you're doing a pretty good job. But of course, now that like we just said something, someone tomorrow's probably going to DM you and, and <laughs> say, say something. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I, I apologize. Um, You mentioned this earlier in the conversation. You were talking about people you were influenced by and we talked about RDC World. Are there... Mm-hmm other life influences that you particularly draw from obviously it's like anime and and like video games but mm-hmm. what are some other things that you might subconsciously think about when you're making your videos like do you like are you trying to make a specific family member laugh or just trying mm-hmm. to do something that your parents will find funny so that's actually a great question bro um i think i try to look at someone like me and be like, what would they find funny? Or like, just relatability. Like, uh, like if someone were to like watch me, would they relate to this? Uh, if someone like me that acted like me were to watch this video, would they find it funny? So I try to like put my uh idea in like the mind of the viewer. Like, if I was like a a guy out of college, like a black man out of college, would I find this funny? Basically, like uh the the D one white girl. Like, basically, I knew like. A black, like all black people would like find that funny because it's like a, a sad but true stereotype. So yeah. I try to like when I when I think of a video, I try to like look at my audience and be like, would they find this funny? Basically, getting back to your audience and and the the large platforms or the large followings that you have on on the social media platforms, and you've mentioned it before as we've been talking. You always call your audience your supporters and not your fans. Why do you choose to call them your supporters? And do you feel like you'd be like jumping the shark or selling out if you started a Patreon and tried to get your supporters to to give you money so you could continue making content? That's a great question. To start off, the reason why I call my uh, my supporters supporters instead of fans is because like I don't know why, but the word fan always just makes me feel like I'm above someone or like someone's just below me. So I just was like, supporter just feels like they might mean the exact same thing, but supporter just feels like more respectable and like, um, yeah, just more respect- respectable and that we're on the same playing field. And like without the people that supported me, I would not be here. Like I could be the funniest man on earth and no one supports me. Like um, I'm still going to like be broke and nobody's going to like, like know about me. So like. The, everybody who supports me matters and i feel like supporters just means like you matter more than like a fan and also patreon i don't see myself making one i don't like down people who make one but like the people that do make patreons you have to be providing some sort of value to the point that like your your like free content is like hella valuable but you're like um your the money the content that people pay for is like way more valuable like i don't mind it when it's like that but if you're making people pay for just like content that should be free that's when i'm like yeah patreon is not the way but for me i don't personally plan on making a patreon anytime soon or probably ever but like if it happens i wouldn't like knock it kind of okay and with that because you have these such large followings would you ever think about doing branded branded content or have you been approached by brands or companies that say hey we'll pay you x amount of dollars to post about why oh yeah so when it comes to branding content a lot of companies like i had to deny like some offers because a lot of companies really try to like lowball you like they will be like uh yeah if you do this like this long video we'll just give you the product and like 
it's like at first when I first did it, I was like, yeah, I get the product. But then you realize I kind of want the money too. Like I don't want to do like a, a 10 minute video and just get like an umbrella. Like I want to get some money. Like, so it's like, um, I do plan on doing branding content, but I want to do it with a, like, a a company that I respect that respects me because like, if you're doing all these videos and then someone just was like, Oh yeah, here's like an umbrella. Like that's all you get. Like it kind of feels like they're like disrespecting you. Like I, I like, I always like, I appreciate anybody who wants to like, like collaborate with me, but it's like, we both have to have the same respect for each other. Kind of. Right. Right. I yeah. think that's the smart way to do it. Cause you'll, you kind of see those dollar signs and you get caught up and then you, mm-hmm. you, you kind of look up and you're like, I'm doing stuff that I didn't even want to do for money that I don't exactly really need. You know what I mean? Or like, like the money that they're giving me is not worth what I'm giving up, you know? Yeah. And I always want to like the stuff I promote. I want my like supporters to rock with me so heavy that they know I'm not promoting for like uh money they know i'm promoting because like yeah i get money off it but like they actually benefit off the product i'm promoting all right so in addition to uh branded content because we'll, we'll start wrapping up here what what else is up next for you what are you trying to um do with your like with your content i know you're saying that you do youtube now as well is that something that you're really going to be focusing your time and and resources into mm-hmm, for sure for sure i've definitely spent like uh, a sad amount of money trying to get this youtube set up right but yeah youtube is my main focus honestly just taking over like social media is my main focus right now all platforms even facebook where every like this like i'm just trying to take youtube is my main focus but taking over like um all social medias is uh, a goal of mine okay um mm-hmm. Whenever you're out in public, do people ever come up to you and you're like, oh, bro, it's the guy from IG or off TikTok? Does that ever happen to you? Oh, yeah, yeah. That happens sometimes. It feels good, but it's sometimes it like concerns me because people give you a look to be like, is that him? And then I'm just like staring like back at like, is it this guy like, am I doing something weird? Like, is he looking at me because I'm doing something weird or he like knows me off of somewhere? But like, they usually come up and be like, hey, I know you. you're from that video or like, you're that guy. And it's like, that, that's when it's like cool that's when it's cool how do you how do you deal with that especially if you're out with friends or family do you like are you cool with taking pictures with people or are you just like hey we can you know chop it up for a bit but like please don't invade my space the people i've met so far are just generally like respectable to the point where like even if they see me with someone they just like a cool, quick tap or a quick like hello or a quick like i like your video so i haven't ran into like um crazy like people where they're like all up in my space yet so i don't i don't know how i'll respond to those people yet but um the people i met generally is like bro i love it bro like i just love like just seeing that like physically how like um people are impacted by my videos so like when people come up to me right now i just i enjoy that bro all right and then and then of course what about what about the ladies do you ever say like hey i got a i got a pretty big following on tiktok <laughs> I let them figure it out. I go, hold you, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll say I let them figure it out, and when they figure it out, it, it is, it is like I try to be like humble about it, and like, <laughs> yeah, I, I never tell them, but like when they figure it out, I'm like, yeah, and then I, they're just like, they just ask me questions, and I just like, I kind of try to downplay it a little bit because like I don't want someone to like like me because of my following. I want them to like me for me, so I never try to like ever come out, come at a girl with like, hey, I got like 300 on TikTok, but like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, I also feel like that's kind of lame. It's just like... Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's why I was like, yeah, I've never done that. Nah, nah, nah. Good word. 
Uh, well, mm-hmm. that those are all the questions I have. Uh, Nkunim Owusu. Yeah, yeah, you got it right. Yep, okay, yep, I yep. got it right. Good, good. Well, uh, again, thank you so much for the opportunity to uh, interview you, man. No problem, bro. I'm so this, bro. You're a great interviewer, bro. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Like I enjoyed this interview, bro. That was comedian Nkunim Owusu. Find him on TikTok at N K U N I M. His IG handle is at Nkunim underscore O-W-U-S-U. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Local Color. The podcast is hosted and produced by me, Jason V. The podcast is distributed by Your Public Studios. New episodes of Local Color will be released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. Learn more about Local Color at WYPR.org.